it's funny because now that I have children and that my kids, they're a little bit older now. My oldest is almost 16, but when she was nine, I went through that phase of realizing, wow, you know, the sacrifices that my mom made, you know, yes. to like, it would have been hard for me to leave my child, you know? Um, oh my God. You just gave me chills. It's crazy uh, yeah. I mean, my daughter's eight. So I just, I can't imagine leaving her and only talking to her once a month like that. Yeah. I mean, for the child and for the mom, I, I don't, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, no. And, and, you know, and, and as I was going through, you know, when, then when I turned, when my daughter turned 14, it was one of those, like, oh, this was around the time that I moved to the United States. And, you know, I, now I understand why, you know, the, the shift and the, how hard it was. So, yeah. you know. Hi, guys. I'm your host, Megan Van Diepender, and this is the Empowerhood Podcast. I am so happy to have you here. You know, motherhood is hard, and we are going to talk about all of the hard things that just are not talked about enough. So buckle up and enjoy this episode. So hi, Gretel. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Megan? I'm good. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Even though you're nervous, thank you Very so much for being here. <laughs> and it's thank okay you. to admit that you're nervous. Um, like I said, everyone that comes on here says they're nervous, so it's all good. Um, everyone out there listening today, we have Gretel Wong here with us, and she's going to tell us her motherhood story and really your whole story of how you came to the U.S. from Colombia and um, just a little bit about how you raise your children here in the United States. So why don't you start off and tell us a little bit about you? Who is Gretel? Sure. Um, you know, I'm first thing, a follower of Christ. I'm a wife, a mother, a sister, a daughter, uh, all of those hats that a, a woman tends to wear. Um, but, uh, <laughs> sorry. No, you're great. No, I mean, that's exactly what we want to hear. Yeah. Um, so you have a lot of roles that you play now. So you're originally from Colombia. Correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. So when did you come to the United States? Like, how did that happen? So um, when I was around nine years old, my mother moved here to the United States. Um, I, this was back in the late 80s. Um, and it was the whole idea of the American dream, you know, having a better life mm. uh, for herself and for my sister and I. Um, and she moved here first. And we lived with my grandmother for five years before we oh, saw wow. my uh, yes, um, we and at the time there was no technology like we have now. Yeah. Um, um, it, it, I would talk to her on the phone, and she would call once a month, um, and we will talk for you know two three hours on the phone, uh, oh, and, and forward to that phone call you know every month. Yeah. But uh, we ended up uh, finally moving in with her here in the United States when I was fourteen. So it was a full five years before we saw her. Uh, you know, she came to get us. Um, and that's how we ended up here in, in the United States. Okay. Wow. So you lived with your grandmother, not your father. Correct. With my grandmother. Okay. Did your father come here with her or was that? No, she was a single mom. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, what did your mom do when she moved here to the United States? She got a job and started saving money or is that why she came by herself? So she was by herself. She was a single mom. Uh, she landed in a family. Um, we have friends that lived here in Queens, New York. They open, you know, their home to her, and and at the time they will, you know, help her find a job in a factory. So uh, I think she worked in some type of factory when she okay. um, first moved here. Uh, those really long shifts. Yeah. Uh, um, that's where she met my stepfather. Um, okay. And um, <clears throat> I think he 
he provided some type of service there and that's how they met and she ended up marrying and then eventually being able to to bring us here as well okay well i mean that must have been so hard for you and your sister i mean at such a young age for your mom to not be there for five years and once a month to talk to her was that like what was that like so you know i only it's funny because now that i have children and that my kids they're a little bit older now than my oldest is almost 16 but when she was nine I went through that phase of realizing, wow, you know, the sacrifices that my mom made, you know, yes. to like, it would have been hard for me to leave my child, you know. Um, oh, my God, you just gave me chills. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, I mean, my daughter's eight. So I just, I can't imagine leaving her and only talking to her once a month like that. Yeah. I mean, for the child and for the mom, I, I don't, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah, no. And, and you know, and, and as I was going through, you know, when then when I turned when my daughter turned 14, it was one of those like, oh, this was around the time that I moved to the United States. And, you know, I now I understand why, you know, the, the shift and the, how hard it was. So, yeah. you know, we're great, others not. But, but you know, the, the, the part of my mom living here, you know, I, God bless her. She, you know, I, today as a mom, I understand the big sacrifice that she was making at the time Absolutely. to, uh, to give my sister and I a better life, you know, and and we were we were okay in Colombian standards there, but right. I think she so um, the possibilities. She saw beyond, you know, that mother love of seeing a better, you know, wanting better for their for her kids. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Well, what was your life like in Colombia? So I, um, you know, I lived with my grandmother. We um, traditionally in Colombia, it's very multi generational mm. uh, households, so you usually live with your grandparents and aunts and cousins. In, in our case, we lived with my my grandmother. Um, she was very strict. You know, we were raised Catholic, mm-hmm. um, went to a Catholic school up until the time I moved here. Okay. Um, and, and it was just, you know, going to school and coming back, helping at home, uh, family, you know, cousins in, in, in the area, you know, in the same city, we'll mm-hmm. visit them um, type of thing. Um, and, and just, you know, your neighbors were your friends. Uh, yeah. Type of thing. yeah. Did yeah. you live in the city in Colombia or was it more rural? No, it's a city um, okay. so in the northern part of the country. Um, okay. It's a very happy city. Okay. <laughs> Lots of music and, and dancing. <laughs> so does your grandmother still live there? Uh, no, she passed away probably 10 years ago. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, but you do still have family in Colombia? So I personally don't. Uh, we were a very small family. Um, you know, my cousins moved to um, Europe, and uh, yeah. I personally don't have uh, family in my city or in Colombia. But my husband is also from Colombia, so okay. all, all of his family, he has a big family, all of them are in Colombia. Oh, most okay. Of them. Um, and, and that's, you know, that's what we consider our family down oh, there. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So, um, so at 14, you came to the U.S. So what was that like for you? You know, you must have had to leave your high school and come here to your friends and everything. So what was like, what was different and what was um, hard, I guess, in that time? So um, it was a cultural shock. Uh, I, yeah. I didn't speak the language. I didn't speak English at the time. Um, I had also been only in an in a all-girls Catholic school. Um, so when I moved here, I went to a public school, um, you know, with there were boys and girls, so it was just different, you know. Wow. Um, and and it was the end of middle school, so it was a, a rough. Yeah. <laughs> and there, yeah. I mean, uh, it was uh, that age was just rough. Um, 
and, and I don't know, it was just not knowing, uh, not really understanding, but knowing that they were talking and about something that I kind of understood, but they didn't know how to say anything back. Yeah. So it was hard. Um, I loved a lot of, you know, being here with my mom yeah. um, for all those years. Um, I loved the place where we lived. You know, it was, it was just nice to be here um, and, and, you know, I saw snow for the first time, which my mom talked about all the time. Yeah. You know, I'm up here. And I just, that was my dream to, to see the snow. Right. Um, but it was, it was, it was definitely, definitely an adjustment. And um, yeah, that's like, everything is different. I didn't even think about the weather, but yeah, I mean, the weather, you moved to New York City. So yeah, I was in Queens, New York. Yeah. Okay. So the school must've been pretty big too, right? That you went to compared to... Yeah. And everything to me just was bigger and there was so much abundance of everything. Yeah. yeah. Everything was just easier. You know, if I needed something, we would just go and get it, you know, right yeah. away. No waiting. But the schools, you know, the school was big. The, the classrooms were big. There were a lot of kids in, in, in the room, in the classroom. And it was just um, a, lot of, a lot to take in, you know, yeah. as a Major, I would, you know. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Now, how did you learn the language? Did you just start to learn that in school, or like, how did you progress with that? So yes, um, it, I at first I was in some type of ESL program, English okay. as a second language, and then you kind of um, the younger you are, the easier it is to learn right. the. Language. Uh, but you know, as it took me probably a couple of years to fully feel like I could um, communicate uh, yeah. comfortably. Uh, but yeah, just going to school and, and yeah. you just kind of pick up the language. Now, is your sister older or younger than you? She's younger. Younger. So you did you guys go to the same school together? Was that like helpful to have each other? So she was just four years younger. So she oh, was always... Four years younger. Okay. Yeah. So she was always, you know, a whole... Whole different school. <laughs> so you couldn't even that. go on the bus together probably or... Okay. There was no... There was wow. No so you were just on your own, just doing it. Yes. Wow. <laughs> I'm like that was that was rough. It was you know it was probably one of those um, times where um, that defined me as a person. You know, moving here as a as a teenager, because um, yeah. um, I was all of you know my foundation, my childhood. It's it's still it's Colombia in me. You know, but then after getting here, it's just getting to blend in somehow. You know, and absorb the culture, which yeah. I don't know that really half <laughs> so well, I feel like you had to be so brave too at such a young age to you know go into this whole new world and culture and you know learn it on your own but right. I mean, it sounds like you had a great example though with your mom you know being brave enough to come to the United States on her own and you know doing all those things to get you guys here for so, sure yeah Sorry. so um so how did you meet your husband so you said he's from Colombia right but you were here correct yes okay. So um, I met him 23 years ago. Um, I had recently moved up here to upstate New York to do an internship with the uh, legislature. And um, I thought Albany was like a dead town. There was nothing to do. So I ended up um, going back to New York City and bringing my computer here. Okay. Um, and uh, I met him on an online chat room. So we met okay. online. Okay. But he used to live in Middletown, New York. He had recently moved from Columbia okay. to so um, that's how I met him. Okay. <laughs> what brought him to the United States? Um, his brother used to live up here, and uh, he was he was he was just here on vacation. He was just visiting. Oh. Uh, he had you know a career and all of that down in in Colombia, and and he 
same as other you know immigrants uh, they see how um easier it might be to mm -hmm. to uh, make money and help your family back in colombia okay. um that's kind of where you know why he kind of stayed here because okay. whatever mm -hmm. his salary he's an accountant so whatever he was making in colombia in a month will be the equivalent to a week here type of thing wow you know? wow okay and you did say he has a ton of family back in colombia so that's very helpful yes that's and great when I met him, he he had just moved here, and it was hard for him as well, you know, um, yeah. leaving family behind, uh, brothers, sisters, um, cousins, because they're very very close. So that's 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 also rough, you know, leaving yeah. all of your family uh, back home. Totally, it's like it's. I mean, it's hard at any age, right? Whether you're like an adult or a child, it's still like a huge adjustment. Change is hard. Changes Definitely. Hard. Yeah. Yes. So you guys got married and you now have a family. So you have two mm -hmm. girls, right? Correct. Yeah. Isabel and Sophia, they're uh, almost 16 and 13 years old. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, I know I asked you about this. So you homeschooled them. Have you homeschooled them from since they were little or how did that come about? Yes. Uh, so they went to uh, Montessori school during the uh, preschool years. And then after that, we decided to to homeschool. They went back to that school for or Montessori school for one year, but they were like, oh, no, I like homeschooling <laughs> better. Yeah, so we yeah. just kind of have been doing it, you know, most of their of their lives. Yeah. Now, why did you decide on homeschooling? Was it um, like a cultural difference, or just like you wanted to be able to control the curriculum and whatnot? So um, I think I liked. During when they were very little, I, I like the fact I like to be home with them. I like to do things, uh, you know, as a family. And, and, and even when they were in the preschool, I worked at that preschool. So we were, you know, I was part of that. And I had met a couple of families that were homeschooling. And, and I loved the uh, the flexibility and the schedule, the flexibility and mm -hmm. learning how um, it was just um, it was very intentional and, and, and very uh, child led, you know, you know, they follow their interest. And these kids were learning so fast and loved learning. You know? and, 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 and I met another family that had high schoolers and they just absolutely loved learning. And, and that to me was so important that, yeah. that they continue to love uh, to learn. Um, yeah. And that was that throughout the years in, in school. So that kind of inspired me to, to homeschool. Yeah, I love that. I mean, I personally know one of your girls and she is just, I tell you this, I feel like every time I see you, she's just incredible. She's the sweetest girl and so, so smart. So, I mean, yeah, whatever you're doing, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. No. I mean, they're, doing it. they're very independent learners. So, um, you know, I just continue to provide them with the tools and, and that they need and, and they just take it all in, you know? Wow. That's incredible. Um, now, what have you brought with you from Colombia that you have put into raising your family? I think I'll say um, family. It's very important in Colombia, extremely. I mean, it's it's a very, um, like I said, it's very multi-generational. Um, grandmothers are super important in a family. Mothers are super important as well. Um, and, and, and they're kind of your support system as you grow. Um, and, and, and family, it's more important than friends type of thing. So I think I have brought that, you know, into our home, um, how important it is for, for us to stick together, for us to communicate. Um, so that, that definitely, it's one of those things. The language as well, we, yeah. we speak Spanish at home. Um, 
my kids are you know both bilingual my youngest usually usually the youngest has the the tendency to to not want to speak the language uh, because it's um, the oldest will want to speak to them in English as they communicate but we every day it's okay only in, in Spanish so only um, Spanish at home home yes okay. I mean, it's, it's so not now with school do you do they learn in Spanish or they learn in English you know, it's funny. We we read materials in in English. We watch things in English, and we find ourselves discussing it in Spanish somehow, or switching back and forth. But there's there's definitely a mix there. Okay, that's so cool. I, I mean, I've never heard you guys speak Spanish, but I would love to hear that someday. I'm sure it's very fast. I doubt I would understand. It is very yet. fast. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. So, anything else that like what you used to do in Colombia as a child, do you find yourself doing that here or is it completely different? Um, no, I think, um, I don't know. I, I just, that valuing uh, our time, uh, you know, the respect we have for our elders. That's, that's another thing that's very important to, to us as a family. Um, and, and my kids, you know, we live in a, in a neighborhood that has several um elders um in the area so they have learned to love and care for them and help them yeah. uh, during the time they're here and being respectful and, and 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 it's important for us as parents for them to know that uh, so yeah. i think that's what, that's something that definitely i think we still carry here that importance you know regardless of the age right yeah. right i love that now you um run the kids program at church so i guess um do you have a calling towards children is that your calling you know or what would you consider that so you know it's funny because i don't know that i knew that back you know yeah. years ago uh but i do see how god was just planting those seeds you know starting with my kids and seeing the importance of um whoever comes across their life, how important it is, whoever's influencing their lives, you know, educators, how important it is to have good teachers, um, good, good role models. Um, so that was important to us and to me as a mom for my kids to to be exposed to good role models and 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 being in good um, healthy places for them yeah. to grow. Um, so I think that God was just putting the planting those seeds because Kids ministry was definitely not something I had in, in my radar. I didn't okay. even ministry, you know. Um, and 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 I and I look back and I'm like, okay, I see, I see what you were doing. <laughs> it's <laughs> and, funny and you now, don't realize it at the time, but now you can look back. No, and you know, as a church, we only have an hour a week to to feed these kids, you know, to um, grow, help them grow in their faith. If yeah. even if they attend every week, you know. Uh, right. So, I realize it's, it's an urgent matter and how important it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Now, how did you grow your faith? So you said you grew up Catholic. When did you start um, going away from the Catholic church, I guess, and going in a different direction? So probably as um, in my teen years, you know, after we moved here, I remember we went to church uh, probably the first year or so. And, and I'm not, I don't remember when exactly we stopped going, but it kind of, you know, I kind of just walked away from, you know, from church, not necessarily God, but just not wanting to, uh, you know, an institution, not mm. to institution type of thing. And that was kind of my excuse, you know, uh, and, but I will, you know, I I had the, the basis there, uh, um, the way that I was raised. So God was important in my life, but, uh, and it was, 
as I got older, um, I, I evolved into this whole the universe, you know, it's it's not God, it's the universe type of thing. I went through that phase of yeah. um, just gratitude to the universe. Um, and, right. But, um, as, you know, I think it was probably two or three years ago, um, I started getting this feeling that um, that I didn't, that's not what, that was not real. That I was not being um, honest with myself. And, and, and um, during the pandemic, you know, we spent a lot of time home. My husband was here and, and there was a lot of ups and downs, you know, like for everybody else, you know, and, and I found myself um, seeking God more and, and asking him questions and, and, and you know, praying. Um, and th there was a time where I just woke up one morning and I know God had put it in my heart that I needed to, to also bring my family with me, not just me and my new and my girls couldn't continue to grow without really getting to know him. Um, and, and, and that just kind of happened. You know, I was, I woke up and I told my husband, we need to start going to church. Wow. And he was like, what? had he <laughs> ever been to church? Your husband? Um, only a Catholic church, uh, okay. when he was young, when he was little, same thing, he grew up Catholic, okay. but it was the thing we did because we were you know, raised that way. We just had to go to church. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he was similar as well, you know, like the institution, you know, we don't do religion. We didn't do, we were very, um, you know, we prayed as a family in the evening, but it was more like taking pieces, uh, here and there yeah. and our own thing. Right. Um, right. Um, but it, God was very clear a couple of years ago that we needed to really uh, get to know him um, and, and, and grow in, in our faith. Yeah. So you've been going ever since then? Yeah. So a couple of years ago, we um, I searched for a church that had a, a, a student program um, yeah. that every week. And, you know, our church does that. And um, Google, you know, pointed us to Starpoint and that's how we ended up there. I remember walking through those doors and it was just so different because it didn't look like a church, you know, it was. Yeah, so different. And my husband was, well, he used to be Catholic and yeah, Star Point was the first non-denominational church he's been to. So yes, very different. <laughs> so walked in and, you know, everyone was just so welcoming and, yeah. and, and, and it was just, you know, I, I stepped into the sanctuary and, and there were the, the worship team was playing um, music that I had never heard before. Yeah. Uh, it was so different from what I used to hear in a Catholic church. However, I really felt the presence of God there. And and, and I just remember the first words that uh, that I said to, to God when I was standing there, I was, you know, I'm sorry it took me so long to get here, right. but I brought my family with me. Right. And, it, we did it as a family yeah. and four of us, you know, have been attending every week since then and oh, growing in together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Now you said your sister lives here as well too, in upstate New York. Correct. Yes. So do you guys get to spend a lot of time together now? And what about your mom? So my sister lives in up here. Um, she's a great aunt. She, my, my daughters love her to pieces. She's a fun one. Um, she doesn't have kids, so she pours all that love into into my kids and she's she's someone that's consistent and, and constant in my kids life um and uh, my mother moved actually retire last year and moved back to to colombia so she oh, lives no there oh my goodness so wait why did she decide to do that i think um you know um she came here when she was older and i, I think a piece of her was just still there 
Um, it is also cheaper to to live down there. Yeah. So the quality of life is definitely better for her down there. Um, okay. The weather better too. Um, yeah. So she worked super hard and now she's back in Colombia. Now, did your stepdad go with her as well? No, they actually um, ended up divorcing um, probably five, five, six, seven years ago. Okay. So uh, he still lives here. Okay. Uh, they still communicate, you know, but yeah. um, he just decided to to move down there and yeah. he's still here. He should be retiring soon too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So now you have more family to visit then in Colombia. Yeah. Because sure. I know your daughter was telling me about how much she loves to visit. And this is how this all came up because she's telling me these <laughs> stories of the food you ate, you know, things you do still from Colombia and just the cultural stuff that you have here um, that you brought with you. And I love hearing about that. It's really cool. So have you gone to visit your mom yet? No. And we are actually thinking about maybe next year. So hopefully we'll go. If not, she'll definitely be here in the summer. Oh, she'll uh, come in the summer. Okay. So she it's doesn't like the cold weather her. anymore. <laughs> no, no, no. She's done with the cold weather. She did it for years. You know? <laughs> so she's I mean, done. I've never been to Colombia, but I totally understand that. Um, is the weather like tropical or what is it like in Colombia? So depending on where the city where you live, it could be really hot. Um, like where I'm from is super hot. Um, very tropical weather. She's a little bit more towards uh, the mountains. So it's, it's just cooler weather but no it's not cold it's just uh, yeah. warm during during the day and then the temperature drops a little bit just to you know comfortable enough um, sounds nice but, yes it is <laughs> so are you glad that your mom brought you here and that you live here now would you ever go back to Colombia, or do you really feel like you're connected and have a community here um I'm really glad that my mom did what she did. I um, will forever be grateful for her sacrifice as a mother. You know, now that I have my own kids, I, you know, I maybe I, maybe I didn't understand that when I was younger, but now that I have kids, I can see the reasons uh, for her to and the sacrifices that she made. Um, I don't know if I'll ever go back to live down there. It's funny because when we visit, even though a piece of me is there, my foundation, it's from you know all of my childhood, it's there. When I go there, I, I feel like I'm not from there, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. And people can tell we're not, we don't live there, even though we're speaking the same language and we might look, you know, Colombian. Right. Um, but uh, I don't know. I don't know where God will put us. Yeah. Um, I, I love being here. I love the opportunities that this country has given my parents, myself, my husband, my kids. Um, and it's something that, that I will continue to be grateful for and cherish. This is the beautiful thing about this country that we can reinvent ourselves. We have that freedom yeah. just regardless of the age and we just can, you know, start a new business, start a new life uh, type yeah. of thing. Yeah. At least that's the way I see it, you know? Yeah, totally. I think it's pretty cool too that you have kind of roots in both places too. Like you said, like your childhood is there, but now you've built such strong roots here. You feel like this is your, your home now um so i think that's pretty cool that you have you know a little bit of both it's it's who you are right it's a huge part of who you are like you said when you moved here yeah, yeah kind of defined sure. you a little bit now where do you see your family you know five to ten years from now i don't know what the lord has in store for us i hope that we can continue to do ministry um together uh, and 
I just don't know. I, I, that's my hope that um, ministry is part of that. But uh, at this point, I, I just let the Lord lead us. He's in the center of our family. Right. He's, you know, um, and so I, I'll just let him lead. <laughs> Hopefully ministry, though. I'm truly enjoying my time in, in ministry. That's awesome. I mean, you're really good at it. I can tell. I feel like you're a natural. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, Gretel, thank you so much. And was this that bad? Was it that bad? No, it wasn't. <laughs> right, I told going. you, like, once you get talking, you're fine. You're a natural. For sure. But yeah. I really appreciate you sharing your story. I mean, this is incredible. And, you know, so many people come to the U.S., so I feel like this is just really helpful for moms out there. And, um, you know, again, if other people are going through what your mom did, I mean, that is so hard. And just to know that you're not alone, that's, that's really yeah. cool. So thank sure. you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for your time, Megan. I appreciate it. All right. I'll talk to you soon, Gretel. Have a great day. Thank you, too. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Empowerhood is brought to you by Flourish Everyday Coaching. Check them out in the link below. And again, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. If you could take 60 seconds of your time and leave us an Apple review, this helps share the news about this podcast and help women all over the world. If you want to see the video version of this podcast, you can go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there. Thank you so much. And we'll see you at the next episode.